like to welcome you to Boy Meets Wellness, a podcast that discusses the complexities, celebrations, and challenges of building a wellness ritual as a BOI, a person who is born obviously incredible. You are now listening to Boy Meets Wellness with poet, motivational speaker, and wellness lover, Evolve Benson. BOI, born obviously incredible, especially when you wear it pretty. What's good? What's good? What's good, world? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to season two of Boy Meets Wellness. In this episode, we're sitting down with my financial advisor, Mr. Dominique Brown. I chose to spend season two talking about financial wellness because after my grandmother passed away in January, I realized that all she, although she left us with some amazing life lessons, her finances were in shambles and she spent the days, you know, last days of her life stressed out about money and resources. Um, my grandmother lived until she was 83 years old and only imagine how long she would have lived if she took care of her financial wellness at a young age um, by simply saving some of her money. My grandmother put it all on credit cards and even changed her name once in a lifetime to get away from some debt that she um, had built up. So to this this topic is, is very, very close to me because I feel like, you know, this is how we break down the curses that we've kind of like gathered um, in our families and our generations is by learning now and passing the knowledge. So recently I gave my little cousin his first like finance book and I'm actually going to give him a hundred dollars to put in a savings account so he could see, you know, how compound interest works. He's in college right now and I want him to leave that hundred dollars there and put his spare change in there as he can so they can see how money can grow. Um, so here is my financial wellness tip for you this week. Mark your target. What is your target for saving? Whether you're trying to save money for retirement, a new house, or your new pair of Jordans, what's your target amount? Write down that amount and review that target as a part of your daily ritual. You you review it and speak it out loud, right? Um, So one of my targets right now is a million dollars. I would love to have a million dollars of unmarked money, money that doesn't have to be spent on something that's just in my savings. Um, so point the point of the target practice is to know where you're going because if you don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there, right? Often I talk to friends and family about their finances and opportunities. And before I can even explain the opportunity, people are saying that they can't afford it and how expensive things are. Many people don't know that they can afford or, or what they cannot afford because they don't have a target and they, they aren't aware of their money and where it's going. So the other part of target practice is to start a money diary. Spend 30 days writing down and tracking all the money that you spend. Yeah, that's right. Everything that you spend, write it down. Um, a book that explains the power in having a target um, is It's Not All About Money by Bob Proctor. I love Bob Proctor. If y'all have not checked him out, it's a, he's, a kinda, he's a pretty quirky white dude. Um, but he has some amazing resources about thinking out of the box as far as being an employee, employment over ownership. And I think that he can give you, um, or ownership over employment, as I like to look at it, he can give you some great resources. But that's It's Not All About Money by Bob Proctor. And um, you can form, find more information about this book in the show notes. So our affirmation for today's episode is actually from Bob, Bob Proctor. And he says, what you do is much more important than how it gets accomplished. Don't allow anything to get you away from forward progress. And again, he says, what you do is more important than how it gets accomplished. Don't let anything get in the way of your forward progress. And what I take is that is like the doing is where the work gets done, right? We can dream about it all the time, um, but we can't allow ourselves to get so caught up in um, 
the doing <laughs> it's more important of how it gets accomplished right like how are you delegating those responsibility how are you getting it done um an example i can give you is for my podcast you know what i mean like i thought i could just do this on my own i got a macbook i can edit the audio i can do all this thing i had to bring on the team man to really make this an excellent product to make this an excellent thing to listen to to make it something that people want to come back to i had to add people and and that is amazing right to be able to build a team to build a company and to build this accomplishment with other people for my vision to um, not only impact me, but impact my team, impact my employees, impact the people I contracted to do work with me. So don't forget, you know, don't forget to mark your target and don't forget to do the do, right? And think about how you're going to do that in the most phenomenal way. Oftentimes I see folks trying to start projects, you know, solo projects, knowing that they need a whole team instead of waiting to build the team and then start the project, right? A lot of times pulling the the wagon before the horse. Is that kind of how it goes? I don't know how that analogy goes, but y'all know what I mean. Putting things before the things that really need to get happening. Just like starting a project and not having any finance, right? Like get the finance done first, then start the project. Um, so if you really feel in this podcast this season, which I hope you are, I would love for you to go over and head over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, leave us a review, stay subscribed. And if you really, really like it, share with a friend or family member. The biggest marketing that y'all can do for me, the biggest way you can support me is by sharing this podcast, sharing this with your network, sharing this with your friends, sharing this with your family. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode with Dominique Brown. If you like the episode or have any feedback, feel free to subscribe and leave us something at Boy Meets Wellness on iTunes or shoot us an email at boymeetswellness.com um, on Gmail, boymeetswellness at Gmail, shoot us an email or go check us out at boymeetswellness.com. We really appreciate all your support, all your love, all your listening. So let's jump into this amazing episode with my financial advisor, Mr. Dominique Brown. All right, so my name is Dominique Brown, also known as your finances simplified on all your social media platforms. And my whole thing is that uh, finances should be fun. And I believe they tie into how happy you are and your relationship with your money ties into how well you will be financially, how well you'll be health-wise because it affects so many things. So I like to take complex topics, break them down to things that you understand and give you a solid game plan for getting things done. Um, I think that, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. That's, that's what I do. Dom, I have to admit when um, I first started walk, working with you, I stalked you a little bit before, you know, I made that initial call. And what I was really um, brought to was your journey. Um, you know, you talked a lot about um, your mom being in a, in a financial place and seeing your family go through things and that being your inspiration um, to wanting to start your company. So can you just tell our audience a little bit about like, how did you start this, this love for money and, and utilizing the tool to really um, not just support your financial life, but I guess your whole family's life? All right. So to be 100 percent honest, I did not care about finances until my, my mother went through something and I had no clue how to help her. Right. So I um, grew up in uh, inner city, West Philadelphia. You know, my, my mom protected me from a lot of things. It was one of those, you know, we all heard that conversation, stay in a child's place type thing. But she was very good with her money. Like she was able to uh, send me off to college, support me and so on and so forth until, you know, she went through a hardship, which was called divorce. <laughs> and I would just also say this, please make sure you're on the right, the same page. Matter of fact, the same book as your partner when it comes to finances, 
now that you know my mother's now in her own home, job is doing great. Translation translated over to my family. We're, we're we're doing things according to percentages, as is evolved. We're trying to tell you the 50, 30, 20 plan. Um, and then it was like, well, you know what? Let, let's see how how many more people can you impact? Because if someone gave me this information earlier in my life, I would be so much farther along. So that's where the, the kind of company came from. I was doing it on a one-on-one basis first. And then I switched to an academy model where people can kind of learn to do it on their own. So my journey started from wanting to help my mom, man. I mean, who wouldn't want to help their mom? Oftentimes when it comes to talking about money, I'm still challenged to talk to family about it. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm being too no- nosy. <laughs> but I'm really trying to make that. sure that they need that yeah, because they no, do, no one know? talks about it. Like this is not, think about it for a second. It's, it's not even talked about and there's no manual for mm-hmm. money. There's no manual for talking about wills. There's no manual for talking about life insurance, right? So somebody has to make it uncomfortable. That's, that's the only exactly. way. The only way you grow is going through the uncomfort. The same thing like working out. The only way you get stronger is by pushing past your strengths. The only way you get more flexible is by stretching longer. So we need to take that same energy that we do with fitness and food and all other stuff that we laugh and kiki about and talk about finances. I mean, yeah, they might think it's annoying. Like, you know, hey, mom, did you get your will yet? Hey, mom, did you get your, hey, hey, cousin, did you get your will yet? Hey, cousin, get your life insurance yet? Yeah, they might think you're annoying, but you will feel so, you will feel much worse if something was to happen and you didn't follow through with it, with that uh, pestering them. Yeah, definitely. I was recently talking to my younger cousin because he, you know, he's really trying to he calls himself frugal, but I told him he's smart. You know, he's really trying to save his money and, and balance his life. So he went to community college. He did the first two years and everything was free. Um, and then he just got into Cal State LA to finish up his, so he could get his four-year degree. Um, so I was talking to him and I was telling him, you know, like stay at home as long as possible. You, if, you know, you utilize the money that they give you because they're giving him grants and scholarships. I was like, you don't need to take out no money because he really wants an apartment. And I was like, you know, just, just look at this money that you could save. So I sent him, you know, like a little spreadsheet that they had online. And I was like, if you were just to save half of what your rent would be for the next two years, that's the money you would have out of college. Right. Like, and you could just have that as, you know, a high yielding account, just chill out with it. So what is, what is some advice that you would give, college students you know because I think that it's this this gap between people really wanting that independence right like they really want to take that leap but they they have seen other people do that with with student loans and I keep trying to tell folks like that's not the way as a person who has a million student loans like I no 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 like you know I would have rather stayed at home a lot longer even though at that time I was ready to go but it was a safe environment it was it was fine for me it was just that I thought being an adult meant you know, I'm out on my own, but I wasn't really out on my own because the government technically was paying for me. Right. So mm-hmm. what are some advice that you would give like college students? Cause I think that, you know, seeing the younger folks around me grow up, I really want to be able to advise them in the best way. The, the one thing I would tell anybody in college or anybody young is don't rush to leave your support system. It is like these, these streets don't love you. These social media streets <laughs> is lying. They out here, they lying in these social media streets. They uh, Like think about it. The, the cars, that's finances. The education is finance. Don't leave your support system, right? If you have a family that's willing to say, hey, stay with us rent free, 
get your life together. You got to look at that as a plus, not a negative. And I think, and honestly, I was the same way too, right? I'm like, oh, I got to get my own. Like the first time I get the car, I got to get it. I got to get it. I mean, first time I get a job, I got to get a car. I got to have my own apartment. But if you look at any other culture, especially the very, very successful ones, they do not leave their support system unless it's from a position of strength. Take a step back, analyze what you want your life to look like 10 years from now and do what makes the most sense for that person, not your immediate impulses now. So when you said when your cousin was like, oh, I want to get an apartment, you should say, why do you want to get an apartment? Just curious. And, and here are all the shallow reasons that this person wants to have an apartment. Like, it, like, <laughs> it make you feel like an adult. No, don't, don't like you. You're an, you're an adult when you're 18. But imagine if you would have stayed home or did things a little bit differently, having the brain that you have now. Right. Your life would be totally different. Versus jumping into bills and responsibilities and all that other stuff. That when you hit thirty, that you gonna re- like people generally regret it. So what I would say to somebody is, don't rush out of your support system. It's cool. Like, <laughs> it, use that time, use that energy, use that love to build something that you truly are passionate about to change the world. And I think that's the conversation people need to be had with them, not go get a job, go get your own stuff, and now you're done. No, stay in your support system. Figure out what you're truly passionate about, what you truly love, that you will forget to eat to do for 12 hours a day and work on that because that's what's going to make you happy. That's going to make you well for, you know, no pun intended. (laughs) Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Yeah, thank you. I will definitely pull that quote and send it to him. Um, the other thing that I was really thinking about talking to you about was parenting. Like what I really appreciate about following your journey is really, um, seeing the way that you teach finance to your daughter. Um, and as a person that hopes to have children, you know, in the near future, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what are, what are some things that I could do to really put, you know, put my kids in the best place. And I have a big family. Everyone's having kids right now. All my friends are having kids. Um, so maybe what is some advice that you would give? I mean, you've been in the game for a little while. How old is Olivia now? Olivia is six. Six. So six six years in the game. And I'm sure six going on 25 though, from those pictures. (laughs) Um, she's so smart. So like what, what are some things that you maybe even did before she was born and what are you doing now to make sure that she's, you know, in a good financial place? So... Kids spell L-O-V-E very weird. Now, we spell it, you know, they spell love very weird. We spell it L-O-V-E, they spell it T-I-M-E, right? So one thing that you would have to do or you should consider doing if you're going to have children is figure out, well, how can I allocate as much time as possible as this person needs, as much as I need with them to have an impact? So when we first started out, me and my wife, we were both working full time. Right. So Olivia was in daycare and then we were rushing home to get her out of daycare to put her right to bed. Or there were some times where I really see her for like 15 minutes. Right. So you have to structure your life to the point where it's conducive so you can actually have those that time with your kid. So one thing that um, I wanted to do, and this is how I structured my business and I structured my life is I always wanted to have an actual breakfast with my child. Like. 
eggs, not eggs, but she don't eat eggs, but like bacon, fruit, talk, have conversations, be able to do math in the morning, so on and so forth. So the time, mm. this, the simple fact that if you say, all right, what are my non-negotiables? That was a non-negotiable for me. So I would take a step back and I would say, structure your life, how you make your money around the way that you would like to raise your kids. Does that make sense? Like, cause I think a lot of people, they, they're hustling, they're going to school, they're trying to get so many more degrees so they can get the job. And then when they have kids, it's like, holy crap, who's watching the kids? Daycare is watching the kids. So I need mm. to take a step back and structure my finances, structure everything else around the lifestyle and the, the parenting that I would like to do. So that's the first thing. That's the second thing I would say is you have to commit at least 10 to 15 minutes a day to teaching the principles that you want your kid to know. You have to be deliberate. So um, Olivia is, she's a January baby. So she was going to miss the cutoff for going to first grade. Um, So she would have had to repeat the actual kindergarten again. So us knowing that we had to kind of prove a case to the school that, Hey, Olivia is first grade material. So all this time we're spending in the morning and in the evenings, we're studying and we're reading, we're being very deliberate, right? You take that same approach for finances. Right now, me and Olivia are learning money, learning how to count. Um, we say certain things every morning, try our best and forget the rest, ownership over paychecks. I say that every morning. So it's drilled into her head that once she gets old enough that, and even things like, hey, I'll give you a dollar, how much you're saving? I'm saving 20%. It's little stuff, little stuff that... We were never taught as a kid, mm-hmm. right? like just, just saying it over and over again. So when she finally gets money, she's like, oh, I'm saving 20%. Why? I don't know. My dad always told me to do that. And then she kind of understands the principle. So those are the things that we're doing, being very, very deliberate with our life, being deliberate with our parenting, being deliberate with what we say to our child. And they start off as a blank slate. So even if you don't like how you was raised, even if nobody believed in you, you can change all that for your kid because they don't know no better. So I took that approach too because I don't know no damn musical instruments. But sure enough, Olivia know how to play the piano. She know how to sing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, real. That's real. So you, you take that approach. That's that's what we do. So how are you doing that with yourself? Like um, when I look at you, Dom, you know, I, I see so much like power um, and the work that you do, and I'm often inspired, and I'm often wondering, like, how does he keep it going? Like, what, what is fueling this beast? So, like, what is your what is your wellness routine look like, and how do you prevent burnout in your life with being like a father, um, an entrepreneur, now a, bi- a business owner? I'm sure you have like employees that you have to, you know, deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that? It's funny that you say that. Um, it took me a long time to figure out the thing that matters the most is the basics. So if I guarantee, if I get eight hours of sleep, I drink two times my body weight in water or at least a gallon of water a day. And I eat at least a, a nice, well-balanced breakfast. I'm going to have an amazing day. Right. So the first thing I start with is the most simplest of stuff. Let me get eight hours of sleep. Let me get a good breakfast. Breakfast. Let me um, drink at least a gallon of water a day. That's the first thing I do from the health perspective. Let me work out for at least 30 minutes to an hour. Right? If I, that's my base. If I get that in, 
everything else tends to fall in place. Now, as far as everything else, it's all on, it's all scheduled, right? So you have certain non-negotiables, there's certain things that I'm, I know for a fact every day of me and Olivia are going to do. Like certain things I know for a fact every three or four months, we are going to do some form of traveling. Right. So how I prevent burnout is I, as you know, I say budget in the fun stuff, I budget in happiness, I budget in things that are going to make me happy as an individual, because even if you're you can make as much money in the world, if there's not something that you truly care about that you're working towards, you're going to be miserable. So I make sure that's in my life. And, yeah, I may not progress as fast as I want to on the business side of the house, but I'm happy. I'm healthy. And I'm doing things that matter to me as far as uh, family lives. Um, was there another question in there? I know I was kind of going off, but I, know, I think you asked like two or three questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the multi-pronged. I'm working on my Oprah right now, working on my interviewing skills. I think the other question that was in there was just like, um, and I think you talked about it, just how do you balance and how do you not burn out? But I think my follow-up question for you is, when you do think that you're at the point where you are experiencing that, like, how do you, how do you turn off your workaholic? Right. Cause I know you're, you're a Capricorn, aren't you? Yes. Yep. So I know y'all going a little bit hard, just like me, I'm a Leo, we go hard. So sometimes it's hard for me to, <laughs> to turn off the beast. So what are, what are some things that you say to yourself if you know, you know, or how do you even deal with failure? Cause I know that that's even hard for me. Um, and I think that that's more of what I'm talking about is like when you get to a place of frustration, um, you know, a place of doubt, like what are the things that you're saying yourself to push yourself through? As, as a Capricorn, <laughs> as a INTJ, we are our biggest enemy. I prepare for when I'm going to get into these funks. You can kind of, a lot of times we can kind of time it. Like I knew August was really bad for me and December's was really bad for me. It was really um, it was like cyclical with how the business, how my exist, my old, how my old business model was kind of flowing. So in preparation for that, I was like, well, if you felt like this in August of last year, what are you going to do? So you're not going to feel that way. So I work better when I turn my issue into a problem and I can just fight it. You see what I mean? So I kind of take my, mm. my biggest weakness and I turn it into something where I can use my biggest strength against it. So just a great example is that one of the reasons why my, my DIY Academy was created was because um, I frankly was getting burnt out from the one-on-one side of the house. It comes to a point where you have so many clients where every time you're just working it all the time. It's just like, you're, it's always an email. It's always a fire to put out. So my, what my approach was, okay, you're very good on the one-on-one side. How can you, what, how can you fix that problem of you getting tired or burnt out and turn that into a one-to-many approach, right? So I took my problem or my perceived problem and I created another problem, which I easily can work, which created the academy, which, which can serve 5,000 students without me being there because it's my information. So it's one of those things where I take my issues, I try to turn them into a problem, and then I work that problem to it's completed. Or uh, another thing I do is, all right, I'm going to train somebody to do the thing that I hate doing. And... Yeah, it might cost me between seven to ten dollars an hour, but I don't got that problem, right? My 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 uh my stress levels are down. That allows me to work on things that I truly only care about. So I also create a list of things that I do not plan on doing next month, and I solve that problem by hiring someone and training them to get it done. 
And yeah, I may not make as much. Yeah, but someone else is dealing with something that I hate to do and it gets done very, very well. That's nice. That's nice. Really delegating them responsibilities. I feel that so much. So Dom, I know that you're you're in your thirties, correct? Right? We're we're all in our thirties. Yep. Not everybody listening is, but most of the folks in my life are. And a big thing that we've been talking a lot about is retirement. So mm-hmm. um, um, my partner Kiara, you know, she's one of your clients as well. She recently went to go visit her parents in Florida, and they retired. They have this big estate. It's off of like some kind of lake. Um, this is after they've you know, sold their family house, which was in um, Maryland. So they're doing pretty good. And she was like really impressed by it. You know I mean? She was like, and they're, I mean, I think they're like 56, 55. So, you know, still have a lot of life to live. Um, And she was like, now I'm really inspired to to start thinking and talking about retirement. So what are you doing in your own personal journey to prepare for retirement? And what is some advice that maybe you can give to some of our listeners? This is going to sound really funny. But I really do not believe in retirement, right? So when people say retirement, you're like, the second financial advisor that I've talked to that said that. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. Like the banks and the American dream, they really distorted this view of what retirement is. It's kind of like they make it seem like, oh, you work 40 years and then you stop working, you just put your feet up on this beach. You going to know how bored you're going to be? You are going to be, like, think about it for a second. Imagine you just had nothing to do today, right? All your bills is taken care of. You have nothing to do today. You're, you're, you're quote unquote retired, but what, are, what, what is Evolve doing with her time? If you had no, you didn't have to worry about your bills. Everything was paid for. House was paid off. You didn't got to, let's use care for a second. You're in Florida. You're on the beach. You're on, the, you're on your lake that you wanted. You got your car that you want. You don't have to worry about a bill. You don't have to go to a job. What are you doing for your eight for your twenty four hours a day after you sleep for eight and have your night's breakfast? What's the first thing that you do? <laughs> probably gonna work out, and then I'll be pretty bored. I probably have a project. I gotta have something to do. Exactly. Write, write a book. Write a book. Do another podcast. Interview something. Right. So <laughs> you're you're going to start gravitating towards what you're truly passionate about. What's truly is going to make you happy. Um, and that's my view of a retirement. So I, I happen to be doing that now. I don't think people actually, you know, retire. They just, <laughs> they, they end up gravitating towards another project, whether it's community-based stuff, whether it's uh, uh, finance-based stuff, whether it's helping out people. So that's my, that's my theory on it. Now, um, what I would like to tell people is that this is why you need to work on your side hustle and your business while you are, if you're working for somebody else, while you're working for somebody else. Because the moment you no longer need that day job and you have a life expectancy of up to 90, you're going to need to fill that void with something. And it's probably not going to just be TV. That's, That's it. so like, real. You got to <laughs> like, you you do something. You're going to be super bored. Yeah, I mean, her parents are pretty bored now, so they're already talking about picking up hobbies. I think her mom started to do, like, all this, like, sewing and decorations, and yeah, I mean, people are really, truly, I mean, they're getting into their their talents, and I think that that's what is exciting about it. Um, But I think people often, like you said, think it's an age or something, like, I gotta wait till I'm 70 years old Mm -hmm. until I, like, feel that freedom, which is, I think the freedom was what people think retirement is. 
Like they don't realize that the freedom is like available to you. You can have freedom once you want. To. Exactly. You like if you don't have to wait. Yeah, I say you can <laughs> exactly. have freedom. In, like let's be real. If you really, really wanted to be free, you can have freedom in in five to ten years. Easy, especially if That's you don't fair. care about uh, like living in a certain place or anything like that. Because think about this, this, this: we have one of the greatest tools for income of all kind of all time, the internet. <laughs> you literally can't, like, <laughs> podcast is going out to the, the entire U.S., the entire world. This conversation, I'm in Virginia, you're in Cali. We're making it happen. So unlike before, where you had to go to a, a, you had to live in a certain location, you can take advantage of the entire world and how cheap it is to live in other places and still follow your dreams from there. Like, like That's the brilliance of it. That's the yeah, brilliance of this so magic, cool. this this technology, man, it's, yeah, it's magic. It really is. Yeah, like think about it. It's a it, if you're talking about Thailand or something. Say you want to move to Asia or something like that. The, you know how far the dollar goes there. You know how far the dollar goes in certain places in the Caribbean. Far. You're already rich in those areas. So you technically can retire now. It really kind of comes down to okay, am I going to monetize my passions and be able to do that in some form of online format? So I can keep bringing in income while I retire, quote unquote, um, early. So before we jump into the the last segment of the show, um, it's called Boy Talking Hop. Um, it's a little bit of a brain teaser. I just wanted to know if you wanted to share with the audience how they can get in contact with you, the different parts of, of your company, because I know now you have. You have the one-on-one support, which I'm doing with you. You have the academy, but then you also have a class where you're teaching folks how to start a business like yours, right? Um, so if you could just, you know, share a little bit of that and, you know, how folks can find you, and then we'll jump into the next segment. I would say the best place to find me is on Instagram or YouTube at Your Finances Simplified. Um, also, if you just go to yourfinancesimplified.com, you have access to all of those things, the free courses, the DIY stuff, as well as the one-on-one if you want to book a call to, to contact me. Um, also, you can check out the my 30-day credit repair agency or 30-day financial planning agency program there as well. Um, but Instagram or YouTube at Your Finances Simplified, and uh, we'll be able to help you. Thank you. Thank you, Dom. So... Boy talk and hop, right? So this is kind of, it's kind of like a fill in the blank teaser. So I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to be like, you know, I love to watch. And for me, it would be Game of Thrones. So I would say I love to watch Game of Thrones. So you'll just fill in the blank. Um, whatever comes to your mind first, you know, don't think about it too much. It's not a competition. Um, it's just to get to know you a little bit more and just to see how your brain works. So the first question is more money, more freedom. Mm. Do I have to explain it? Nope, you don't have okay. to explain it at all. <laughs> more money. <laughs> all right. Wellness is? Uh, essential. My favorite food is? Steak. I can eat steak every day. I, I have actually ate steak all day this whole week. <laughs> I love steak, too. I see the fresh fresh meat you be getting, too. That look bomb. Oh, so, so before we get to the next one, the other thing, reason why I'm a huge fan of people starting their own businesses and all that stuff like that and their side hustles and following their passion is you have control over how long you sleep. You can have control over what you eat. Like, I'll be going to, the, going to work out, just going to the supermarket and fresh everything and cooking it right on the spot. Bruh, 
<laughs> That's why that skin is glistening, right? Yeah, like I was saying. Skin is I was talking to my other day. I was like, "Yo, I had a whole like I had a whole two avocados. Like I just cut them up, and I had a whole pineapple like fresh. They just dropped it off when I grabbed it." She's like, "Why are you so excited?" I was like, "Cause I just had fresh pineapple and avocados. Stop hating. Stop hating on me. I'm yeah, feeling good. I, see, simple things. Simple. I'm, I'm a simple individual, man. Like you'll realize that once you once certain things are off the table, it's very simple things that you you seem to appreciate. My favorite rap song is uh, PSA by Jay Z. I love that song. I can repeat it in my sleep. All right. I love it. All right. What's your favorite lyrics on there? You gotta you gotta rap for us real quick. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> go, go, to, go to title. Yeah, you know, support the homie. Um, my dream is to. I actually want to move out of the United States uh, to some uh, either Asia, Africa, somewhere in the Caribbean and just chill out and, and do my business online. If I could spend a day with anyone, it would be blank and we would do blank, dead or alive. Robert F. Smith. I think he's dope. I don't think he gets enough recognition. That's the, 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 the second black billionaire. I think... Uh, Mm. He he does private equity firms. Um, well, he, you know he has a private equity firm, Vista Equity Partners. He he's just pretty much paid off the entire 2019 Morehouse student loan debt. Uh, before oh yeah, that, I've seen that. Before that, I would love to have spend time with him. But I just think you know he has a story that I would love to hear about, especially since he's in the finance. He's he didn't do it off entertainment, right? He did it off finances, which is which is dope because there's not a lot of black faces in that area. Definitely is not. And I love to watch. Oddly enough, I'm a huge battle rap fan. Like, I like that. My guilty pleasure is URL battles. My uh, guilty pleasure is uh, RBE battles. And it's just ratchet, raw hip hop, a bunch of imaginary stuff that they're going to be doing to each other. I, I love it, though. Nice, nice, nice. Marriage is? Partnership. Um, communication. Nice. <laughs> uh, um, that's it that's all I'll say with those two and last but not least Dominique is I'm black y'all I'm black y'all I'm bliggity it's like no I'm stop playing um, Dominique <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm, I'm calculated uh, I, I'm, everything I do I try to, to, to measure what I'm going to do and how it's going to impact me my, my family uh, our livelihood and our future. So I'm very, very calculated. I can take, if it takes 10 years for an idea to come to fruition and it works out, I'm cool with sticking with that. So I'm calculated and I'm, um, I stay the course. Dope, dope. Well, thank you so much, Dom. I really appreciate you. This is Dominique Brown and I'm born obviously incredible. Thanks for listening to Boy Meets Wellness. Stay connected on and off the show by following us online at Boy Meets Wellness. That's boy with an I. Until next time, go be incredible. Be incredible.